Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats and welcome back to the second half of Sparks Egg Birthday! Yeah! Uh, thank you again for these slips, which keep on sending them in. Um, I've got some nice ones here. What is the best, worst gift you ever received? When I was 10 or 11, my mother gave me the tape of Chicken Run for Christmas. I had intensely disliked the movie and thought she knew that. But of course I acted as if it was... And I thought she... Oh... So, but of course, I acted as if I was very happy with it. This wasn't the worst gift, but I didn't like the movie because I... Anyway, basically. <laughs> it's a great story, guys. He got... He, yeah, this is the guy right... This is your writing. This, please welcome to the stage. What's your name? James, hello. This isn't a nice story. This is a very not nice story, but here, we'll go anyway. When I was 10 or 11, my mother gave me the tape of Chicken Run for Christmas. I had intensely disliked the movie, and I had thought she knew that. I thought she knew that long before she bought it for me. But of course, I acted as if I was very, very happy with it. The gift itself wasn't the worst thing that she gave to me. But after she had given it to me, of course, I acted as if I was very, very happy and very, very proud of it. And the reason that it was the worst gift is because that feeling of the lie that stomach-churning lie that I told my mother when I was 10 years old has stuck with me. <laughs> so now I just tell them straight, I don't like the presents anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, what a lovely man. If that is the thing that you carry around as guilt, you are a, very, a much better person than I. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, what is the best worst gift you've ever been given? Uh, my mum got me a kettle, not a bad present, but she'd got me a kettle for the birthday previous to that and the Christmas before that. That was lovely. The gift of dementia, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what, what is the best worst gift that you have ever received? This one simply says, a padlock. I'm very sorry for the person who received a padlock for a gift. Uh, we have a wonderful storyteller lined up for you now. Uh, please start the applause. Give the warmest welcome to our first storyteller, Sophie, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. 
I'm gonna put it in because otherwise that was in vain. I want to talk about my brother. My brother hasn't uh, always been my brother because he was once my stepbrother because I didn't meet him till I was eight and he was 14. And because uh, basically my dad left uh, my mom and me because he didn't want a wife and kids. So he went away and got a wife who had a kid. And <laughs> turns out it's not kids, it's, it's this kid. And uh, which is why I'm, I'm up here in the lights. And um, <laughs> so basically, he found a wife who already had a kid. So I'm not, re- his name is Tobias, I'm not related to him. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways I'm not related to him, like, um, <laughs> like, blood <laughs> and the fact like, he's like the opposite of me he's uh, has red hair he uh, he this is like his jobs through the his life he's been uh, he's been a magician professional magician a professional pickup artist uh, he's run like like nightclubs in, in Copenhagen uh, and, and now he's in advertising so he's like his whole life he's been paid to be a dickhead <laughs> like, he's He's like a horrible person, and I, I would never, you know, I would never have anything to do with him if he wasn't my, my brother. And it was, like, he, he cares about, like, like, exercise and eating healthy and... Mm. <laughs> How? Why? Why are you doing that? And, uh, so he's in many ways not related to me, but one of the things that feels... The, before he became my brother, he felt like a stepbrother because... I know it feels because I was I have a sister as well and she feels like a sister because we grew up together and you know everyone who has like siblings you know that when you grow up together you you, you there's another bond like you know you you when you're children you're small children you, you bathe together you know you see each other naked you run around you yell you yank each other's hair like we I never had that with my brother because we didn't you know actually grow up together so he didn't feel like a brother he became my brother on April second two thousand ten and I know that because. On April 1st, 2011, I celebrated the anniversary of having met the guy who was like the one. Um, I say was because he wasn't. Uh, (laughs) Whoa, it really wasn't. That's not the point. At this point, I thought on April 1st, 2010, I met him, and it was like, like fireworks. I met him at the spa. We went home together. We had sex for like like four hours. I know. Thank you. It was it was really. I mean, I was, what, what was I, 20 or something, and I was like, the first time I'd ever, like, cared so much about someone, like, at love at first sight, it was the first time I'd been completely naked in front of someone, because I trusted him so much, he was this, like, we connected on this, like, w- like meta level, it was this, we, we had sex, and we were, like, lying, and we were, like, looking at the full moon through the window, and it was like, he said things like, <laughs> he said, like, you know what makes you beautiful? That little dot on your nose. I was like, oh my god, it's like he knows me. <laughs> oh my god, I've never noticed the dot on my nose. Oh, that is why I'm beautiful, I guess. And I <laughs> okay, so the next, the problem was we we stayed up all night, uh, and it, you know, it was like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and I should have. I should go home because I was meant to be at my, my older brother. He he moved to uh, Dubai and he came home for like a few days. So we're all going to go to his grandparents' place to to have like dinner and, and meet with him and his girlfriend. And it was all going to be very lovely. But I had to be there. I think around eleven. So around seven or eight, I had to go home and get ready. <laughs> but have you ever been so in love that you don't shower? Because <laughs> you don't want to. Like, you just want them on you. <laughs> no, just me? And <laughs> it's 
So I chose because I, I was so in love and I, I didn't want to... I, I would rather, you know, stay with him for like that hour it would have taken me to go home and, and shower. So I was like, I'm just going to... Just gonna stay here, and I'll I'll smell a bit when I meet my brother, my stepbrother this time. So I did that, and so I went straight to my brother's. And like I'm working class, my brother is like the like upper middle class. I don't know what you guys say in England, but they're like uh, really posh and rich and stuff. So I came there like in the clothes I'd worn to the bar the night before, like trying to like not make it a cleavage and. Like, like really, like I hoped I wasn't smelling that much, and uh, and I met my brother, I met his girlfriend, and I met the the Pash family who didn't really, they don't really like me uh, <laughs> because I talk like this. And <laughs> so we sat down, I started talking to my brother. He took out, um, he gave me his his old computer, uh, his old like little uh, netbook thing, and and uh, he was he downloaded all these books for me, these e-books. Uh, about like how to manipulate girls into sleeping with you, because he thought you know if you know that then it won't work on you. <laughs> I was like, mm, should have seen me last night. <laughs> and we were just kind of you know looking through the f- computer, talking about whatever, blah 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 blah. blah. It was like his girlfriend was there. She was very, and he's just bland because that's why they like each other. And um, <laughs> nice girl, but they're perfect for each other. And we sat there. Still, and he still felt like a stepbrother, and so there's a bit of awkwardness. And then he, he then he, he says this. He says, "Oh," and he reaches out and he he grabs like my hair, and he says, "You have something in your hair," and he grabs it, and at the same time, we both realize that sometimes you're so in love that you don't shower. And there was a bit of what I thought was my future husband's children <laughs> in my hair. And he realized that immediately. And as he, this has all happened like in a split second. He touched it. We looked at each other. We both realized, I realized that he knew, he realized that I knew and that what it was and what I'd done. So we both like panicked and looked down at the computer to not look each other in the eyes. And at the same time as he'd done that, I just like clicked around on the computer and I'd found like the trash bin where, which he hadn't emptied. So at the same time as he touched the, this love offering in my hair, <laughs> I looked down and I see five identical photos of my brother's penis and his girlfriend's face right next to it doing kind things to it. He lets go, I shut the computer, and I think that's when he became my brother. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have another storyteller. This format is working. Good. Yes. All right, and just a few uh, words from you. What is the best worst gift you've ever received? A Belinda Carlisle calendar. Yes, she says from my dad. This was about 10 years after she'd had any hit songs. Thank you for that. Um, oh, I had a really good one. Oh, this one. What is the best worst gift you have ever received? A van made from cake. I know. Deserve, deserves a round of applause. It does. <laughs> and uh, wow, so many good ones. Um, what is the best worst gift you've ever received? The Spice Girls' first album. And that, uh, is one, that is one from me. Yes, good. Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, you ready for your next storyteller? Yes, please, welcome to the stage, first timer at Spark, the wonderful Andre. Yeah! Hi there. Um, I'm going to tell a story that's kind of vaguely linked. Uh, I've kind of crowbarred in an artificial link to the previous stories. Um, but I shouldn't have said that, really, because now it's obvious what I've done. Um, so I, it's really about kind of doing something different and going somewhere different. And um, it's really going back to something that happened to me about four years ago. Um, about four years ago, I was in a group of people who were really a mixture of artists and people who worked in the theatre and uh, all across the kind of creative media. And um, it had actually been a long time since I'd been hanging out with creative people because I trained originally as, a, as an actor way, way back. And uh, the story with that was that I, I did some acting for a bit and um, the thing that I was aspiring to, I mean, this realistically, was being on an episode of The Bill or maybe, maybe Casualty where you kind of come in on a trolley, um, sort of non-speaking part. And um, it wasn't really going so well. And uh, it seemed to mainly involve drinking a lot of alcohol and being in pubs quite a lot and doing things that you didn't get paid for. So um, 
I kind of got to a point with that where I thought it's probably time that I this is the sort of language I used I kind of grow up now um, so I'm going to stop doing that and I'm going to just live a, a regular normal life where maybe I get a job where it pays some money so I kind of went and did that for about 15 years and uh, and then four years ago this person came up to me in this group and they were saying so what's your biggest dream and that was kind of like a big question nobody had asked me that kind of thing for a while maybe never actually and uh, I couldn't stop myself before I knew what I was saying I was saying to put on a show and I thought wow I didn't know that was even still there I thought I'd left all that kind of crazy stuff behind me so it got the it got something moving in my mind and I thought well what would I do if I did put on a show and we went back into that kind of world again and um, I can't really explain why I did this, but I got it into my head that not only would I write a play, but I would actually star in it as well. I mean, talk about narcissistic. I mean, it's a bit narcissistic. A, bit, a little bit, a little bit. So anyway, I wrote this thing and <laughs> put myself in it um, and got a director in. And um, one of the interesting parts of that process was auditioning other people, other actors. And at the time, I was going to this quite kind of... I suppose relatively conservative church and I used the church building as an audition space and one of the characters in the in the play was um, a salsa dancer and uh, what happened was that I had days and days of, of these people turning up at the church in full salsa kind of outfit and um, and, and the, the people didn't know what to do with them but after a bit they just said go and see Andre because he, he's, he's deal, he'll deal with you um, it's obviously something to do with what he's doing don't understand it but it'll be something to do with that so after a while I cast this thing and um, we got to the stage of <laughs> having to pay for the theatre which I hadn't actually got any money for so I'd got a, a cast and a play but no money and um, I was signing these deals like to go into this place and do this thing but no money and um, it was kind of reckless but it felt like it would work out somehow and uh, within a week of me having to finally pay for this this venue, about four people just came up to me and said, do you need any money for this? And I said, yes, I do, uh, quite <laughs> urgently, actually, because otherwise I'm going to be putting on a play and they'll be wondering why I can't pay for this thing that we've booked six months in advance. Um, and so I got some money and we kind of went ahead. And the first sort of few weeks of this whole process of rehearsing and doing this thing was that the lights kept being turned off because um, apparently we were only entitled to about an hour of light in the theatre. So the rest of the time we were almost rehearsing, not in complete darkness, but with a light, one light bulb just sort of in a corner and we just sit around it. It's kind of pathetic. And it was in the middle of December, so there was this little radiator that we had to keep moving around to wherever we were on wheels just a tiny radiator and a light bulb just <laughs> moving it around and um, that was like for three weeks we were just doing that really and then we, we started this thing and it was you know, a typical thing a fringe theatre above a pub and uh, I think really we just expected to get one or two people along probably by accident wandering upstairs drunk not knowing quite where they were and um, so we did this thing and it started to do quite well and after about two weeks, 
I'm not sure why. I mean, it just sort of happened. But loads of people started coming along because people, I suppose, told their friends. And the first I knew that we were onto something was I went down to the bar and, and the bar staff were like ecstatic because everybody was going to the bar before they came up. So as far as they were concerned, they didn't want us to leave. They just wanted us to stay there forever. And um, after three weeks, when we kind of came to the end, we got this um, got a great review in Time Out. And the, uh, the people who had been giving us the one little light and the, the little kind of radiator thing, they came, out, they came to us, came to me one night and said, we'll give you anything you want because if you just stay here and do something else, you can have two radiators. <laughs> and we'll leave the lights on for more than an hour. You could have two hours of light, lighting, if, if, you know, because we really rate what you're doing. Um, so I, I didn't actually go back there. But um, anyway... The thing about it was that it kind of made me think it's not really ever too late to follow your dream, but also maybe it's good not to grow up. Thank you. If you've recently subscribed to our podcast, you may have noticed a problem downloading older episodes. We fixed the problem now, so there's over 180 shows to enjoy on our feed. Full details at stories.co.uk.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.